0: Early on the morning of the 22nd of March 2011, Rebecca Kareem was on board of the Disney cruise ship Disney Wonder. She was captured on CCTV in the crew lounge having a phone conversation that appeared to be causing her emotional distress. Several hours later, she missed the beginning of her shift and could not be located anywhere. This is the disappearance of Rebecca Kareem.
1: Danny, is this going to ruin Disney for me? 100%. Oh, and I really want to go on a Disney cruise ship. They look fun.
0: Yeah, they do look a lot of fun. I've actually been, like, when the Disney cruise ship comes into Liverpool, I'm, like, the sort of saddo that goes and, like, waves at <laughs> else and stuff like that. Like, that's literally, I've done that in the past. Of um, course you and, have. Of course you <laughs> have. <laughs> of course I have, duh. No, but to be fair, Liverpool gets absolutely lit when there's um, a Disney cruise ship. There's, like, an outdoor cinema. There's food stores. It's crazy. It's so good.
1: Right, let's crack into this case there because I need it. I feel like it needs to be like a band aid.
0: Yeah, it does need to be ripped off like a band aid. So, welcome to Curiously Morbid. If you are joining us with me, Danielle Waldron, and my gorgeous co host, Dean Osgood. What's up? <laughs> what, the <laughs> he- what the hell was that? What the hell was that? Why Try <laughs> something different? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Try. That, that was not. That was I, not it.
1: I also did a peace <laughs> hand gesture of it, like, what's
0: up? <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, what the actual heck is Triangle
1: that? Trying are different, you never know. It might have worked. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, it, it didn't, be... but... Oh, thanks. Right, go on. It's okay. Let's
1: move quickly past it.
0: Yeah, let's open the case file, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get ready to ruin Disney for everyone.
1: One day we're going to buy a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a soundboard so you don't have to hear our ridiculous like attempts of opening I don't even know what it is that we're opening what case file makes a noise <laughs> like, like it sounds
1: like a door or a briefcase but do you like... know how you could help us get one step further to that soundboard by joining our patreon our patreon is curiously morbid pod you can find us there you can start from just one pound or whatever your value of currency is there's exclusive content that's posted there we do film reviews we do um, cases that aren't on our main channel we do Ad free episodes it's just fantastic so come on over to the pates and if you subscribe for three consecutive months you also get some brand new merch sent to you free of charge no extra money on top of your pates we've got hoodies stickers posters all sorts i'm very excited for us to arrive danny i
0: know i love it the pates is a fun time so please come and and hang out with us there because it's just fab
1: yes right sorry on with the case
0: Rebecca was born on the 11th of March, 1987 in the Countess of Chester Hospital in Chester, England. Yes. So she grew up in Chester with her parents and her sister, Rachel, and her two foster brothers. She also actually worked at Chester Zoo during her youth um, and, her we- and her relatives also worked there. So they all worked at the local zoo and Chester Zoo is fire. It's so good.
1: Best zoo in the country.
0: It really is. Like we're not we're not being dramatic. Chester Zoo is the best zoo in the country by far she joined the british army cadets in her teens and attended plymouth university later she got a staff volunteer position within the cadets and participated in outdoor events so she was really like outdoorsy and into all that sort of stuff um she also studied at liverpool hope university and then spent four months teaching sports at camp america in the u.s state of maine
1: uh, we've all so done So, kind of
0: similar to you? We've all yeah. done We've <laughs> all been there. We've all done that. <laughs> in June 2010, she went to London to interview for Disney cruise positions. After being hired, she went to the company's theme parks in Florida for training. <gasps> now, you get
1: to go to Florida yeah. to train. Oh, I want to yeah. join?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know, you know. we'll we'll see (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what you say after however though this is absolutely huge so i don't know about you like i know you did the camp america thing but at my uni so many people applied for like the disney program and loads of people had to go down to london to interview for it you can go and do tons of different jobs there i know loads of people that went and worked at disney
1: no they didn't bother Uh, with teesside uni they (laughs) didn't bother lost (laughs) lost case
0: at my uni though quite a lot of people did used to go and, and work at disney and stuff like that and then you'd have to go and do training and whatnot And um, but obviously she's gone for the cruise thing um, and but you it is can work quite... in the
1: parks you? yeah like staff, yeah it? like
0: the m- most people i know worked in the parks just doing like normal jobs and stuff like that can i can
1: i interject with a fun fact go on um there's kids in school that genuinely believe that i used to work at disneyland paris studios
0: that's incredible <laughs> because...
1: Because I've got i um, I've got a travel mug that says Disney, well Disney Studios staff on it. You oh, that's hilarious! In the um, and one of the kids, um, one of the kids is absolutely convinced that I work there, and I keep it going. And he's like, "Say, say, you can tell me, you can tell me." And I'm like, Mom, "I can't tell you, but uh, let's just say I was a friend of Tigger." Okay? <laughs> a
0: friend of Tigger. <laughs> So after four months on the cruises to the Bahamas, where the ships were registered, she went back to Britain for two months off. When she returned to work, it was on the Disney Wonder, and this was based in the port of Los Angeles. She visited all of its ports of call on the Mexican Riviera, and went through the Panama Canal. She then returned to Chester for two weeks. During this period, her grandfather actually passed away, um, and this was the last time that she got to see her family in person oh yeah so it's like she's gone home and it's a really sad time and then so they never was she obviously her? not
1: meant to not meant to have gone home she only went home because her granddad died
0: yeah i think so i think it's because her granddad's died so she's gone home for two weeks oh bless her i know so i
1: feel like this is where it takes a turn now isn't yeah
0: it? this is where we're taking a turn that turn for the worst So, Rebecca returned to work on the one day and her duties as a youth worker. So, she kept in regular contact with her family via Facebook and via Skype. So, you've got to remember this is 2011. So, obviously, like, Facebook and Skype were the main sort of things. They didn't really have, like, Zoom and stuff like that back then. So, it was just sort of, like, getting the internet when she was. We didn't have Zoom
1: before this year, did we? (laughs) When I was in America, it was 2014, I was in America. I remember you, like, you had to try and find the patchy Wi-Fi and then it was Skype. That's how you had to ring Skype. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like, not hilarious, but horrendous. <laughs> that's what I was looking for.
0: Well, that's the thing. I can imagine that it was quite... Um, like, in 2011, it was quite poor signal. So even when she was talking to her family, that it was quite hard anyway. Um, because obviously, if you're on a cruise ship all the time, you're probably going to have really rubbish signal. And expensive. And expensive, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, So six weeks later, on the 21st of March, 2011, this was the day the ship left Los Angeles. Angeles. Um, She sent what would be her last message to her parents via Facebook, saying that she was going to call them the next day. So her mother then grew concerned when 12 hours went by with no response and no call. At 9am that morning on the Wonder, off the coast of Mexico, Rebecca had missed the start of her shift. She was not in her room or anywhere else on the ship. She did not respond to the pages over the ship over the ship's PA system. When they looked at the CCTV footage, they saw that the last time she was seen was 5:45 a.m. There was another earlier unverified account from another crew member, and they said that she'd gone overboard at 3 a.m., nearly three hours before that time. So, obviously, there's a bit of discrepancy there because... What, and they there's... just
1: kept it quiet? They didn't, like, sound the alarm at 3 a.m. when they seen her go overboard? Yeah,
0: exactly. So, there's a bit of, like, this is where it starts to get a bit sus because, obviously, she's been seen on the CCTV footage at 5.45 a.m. Like, so they know there's absolutely no way she went overboard at 3 a.m. because she's there on the footage. Um. So, either this person is confused, they didn't know what the time was, or they're just lying. Uh, or they
1: might not They might not have known who she was.
0: Yeah, yeah. maybe another girl went overboard at 3am. Well,
1: hopefully <laughs> not.
0: Oh yeah, I think we'd know. I feel like we'd know.
1: I, I, I've never been on a cruise, but I imagine there's like fire alarms that you press if someone goes overboard.
0: Like, I have no idea, because I've never been on a cruise either, but I would hope that there's some sort of quick thing that you can do, Bam. yeah. And also, what attention. are they doing up... At 3 a.m. when you're in when you the next day, what is going on? Like, why is she walking so that, around at 5.45 a.m.?
1: Because if you think about it, right, think about it like this. Like, when I worked in America, the only bit of three time you got was, like, when the campers were asleep. So imagine if you are working on the cruise to like, 2 in the morning and then you, you, you the only three time you might have in that day might be, like, in the night.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I can see that. So you don't want to waste it. Yeah.
1: I've never worked on a cruise. No, I haven't. I've got friends. But as well. it
0: might be very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most accounts, honestly, people have, uh, that I know of people who've worked on cruises, they've had a wonderful time. It's been. In the video, Rebecca is talking on one of the ship's internal phones in a crew area. She appears to be really distraught and then a young man walks up to her and appears to ask her if everything is alright. Her mouth can clearly be seen to uh, be saying yeah I'm fine. So this camera must be like quite good I'm assuming. Um, After which she then hangs up and walks away, pushes her hair back and puts her hands in her back pockets. Mannerisms that her parents say were quite common for her. So like nothing like out of the ordinary with her body language. And then there's no record from that time onwards so from five forty-five a.m there's just no sightings of her anywhere she's not caught on any more cctv anywhere nothing like it's like she just literally just vanishes i know that's three hours before a shift yeah so it's
1: because did you say a shift starts yeah. at
0: night yeah oh. so just three hours before a shift so it is very oh it's it's odd it's odd
1: I know where yeah, this is
0: going. I know. Well, we're going to get into theories and stuff in a little bit. The crew had looked over the ship for her, and while that was happening, there were also the US Coast Guard and the Mexican Navy also searching those international waters that the wonder had sailed through during the hours um, that she could have possibly gone overboard if that was what had occurred. However, they found nothing. There was no sign, you know, like no clothes or anything floating on the top of the water. There was nothing to suggest anyone had, had fell overboard and nothing was found.
1: Although, although, I think if you went overboard on a cruise ship, you'd just get sucked under.
0: Oh, don't see that. That's so scary. That's such a fear.
1: No, I do. Because the big engines under the water create a vacuum Ooh, and suck you under. Oh, I don't
0: like that. Oh, I don't even want to think. That just is so scary. But surely they could, could, would there not be blood or something like that under on the engine still, maybe? I don't know how it would work. No. Yeah, no.
1: I I just think, it, I think it, if you go overboard on a cruise ship and it's not got its engines on it, it's just like bobbing along, you've got a good chance. But I think if the engines are on, you get sucked sucked under. Um, and I don't even necessarily know whether the engines might kill you, but just...
0: Yeah, just might, being drowned sucked from being under, sucked yeah. Under. Ooh... God, that is so sad. That's so scary. So, since the wonder was registered in the Bahamas, a detective from the Royal Bahamas Police Force flew to the ship to investigate once it had returned to Los Angeles three days after the disappearance. So, they've missed a lot of time. That's interesting, isn't that it? That is very interesting because that's a lot of time to miss out on. If you think, like, every every documentary about true crime you watch... 48 fir- hours. Yeah, first 48 hours are the most important and it's just... It, they've totally missed that window that window's just completely gone like it's it's you know if anything bad had happened to her the whoever did it or like maybe did it or whatever if they've got three days to go and cover the tracks and you know get rid of any evidence and stuff out, like so it's not great
1: mm. no.
0: um he was reported to have undertaken several days of onboard investigations Mike and Anna Maria Kareem, who were Rebecca's parents, were also flown out from England to meet the ship when it returned. So they got there the same time as the detective. Um, And he had told them that he'd only spent one day on board investigating before flying back home. The detective also told them that he had only interviewed a handful of crew members and none of the passengers. So no passengers were interviewed, just a few crew members who were close I wonder if
1: the passengers were aware
0: well do you know the whole thing with Disney is like it's the magic of Disney you're in a bubble aren't you they don't they don't want you to know anything bad that's gonna happen ever like so I can imagine them being like don't tell anyone anything you know like you know do not let the passengers get onto this
1: (laughs) sorry can you just do that again please no
0: (laughs) (laughs) just be like shush (laughs) shush
1: And I'm I'm, I'm imagining Mickey Mouse doing that as well. (laughs) Don't (laughs) tell anyone
0: anything. (laughs) If if I get word, boy, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, that's exactly. That is exactly (laughs) what I feel like happened. Um, Yeah, because it's the magic of Disney, isn't it? It's Disney bubble. You're not supposed to do anything that is is inappropriate in the slightest, are Or that takes away from the magic.
1: Someone's gone missing. You will let everyone on board that ship just go and look.
0: Yeah well yeah Every that's what person. you're supposed to do yeah um so the kareems um obviously rebecca's parents claim that disney kept them in a car with blacked out windows and brought them on board via a little used side entrance after all the passengers had disembarked so now all the passengers are off the ship that's a lot of witnesses who are just like see ya goodbye yeah and never to be seen again probably i have not,
1: so, not liking the handling of this case so far.
0: No. So the this... Wonder's captain gave his condolences and expressed his theory that Rebecca had been washed overboard by a wave while at the crew pool, a theory the Kareems doubted due to the high walls around it. After that, they were then taken to a meeting with Disney executives and the woman Rebecca had been speaking to on the phone. So... For me, this kind of seems the woman, Oh, we got like, the woman she was speaking to on the phone. The woman? Yeah, the woman she was speaking to on the phone. So, obviously, if it's with these Disney executives and this woman, Disney obviously know, you know, like, who it is. Like, you know, that she was speaking to and things like that. And there's not been anything mentioned, nothing that I can find about this woman and, like, why she was on the phone to her and things like that. It just seems very... Um, it seems like it's been, like, hush-hushed or that it mustn't have been important or something. But if she was so distressed on the phone, it doesn't make sense, does it? Like, well, something's it's, it not adding conf- up.
1: It seems conflicting that she was distressed. But then when she got off the phone and someone approached her, she said she's okay. And then she walked yeah. off without seeing her distressed. I don't know if it's just your description of it or whether it. it's how it was, like happened whether like whatever she was distraught about was by it on that phone but do you know yeah. what i think we should hold that thought and go to a
0: quick break this week's sponsor is bath time escapes and they have very kindly decided to give us uh, a code curiously morbid 10 for 10 percent off so at checkout you just have to put in curiously morbid 10 for 10 percent off and bath time escapes is a fantastic company they have bath bombs bath fizzes anything you want to make your bath time experience fantastic it's absolutely amazing me and dean have been trying out the products and they are so good they make your skin feel amazing the color of the water is just absolutely beautiful it's you feel like a mermaid so check out with curiously morbid 10 for 10 percent off yes queens On the day before the first anniversary of her disappearance, her father received an email from a woman who had claimed that she'd seen Rebecca with a dark-haired man on a street in Venice the previous August. So we've gone to the first anniversary of her disappearance now. So if you think she disappeared in the March and then someone's calling them a year later. So it's obviously, I think this is quite relevant to be fair because... It's obviously playing on the mind. It's a year to the day, you know, that she's disappeared. And then all of a sudden you get this email like, oh, I've seen her with someone in August. So that would have only been a few months after she disappeared. So
1: the parents, obviously the parents went on the ship and then they met with the Disney executives and the woman that she was on the phone to. Do we feel that they kind of squashed it there and kind of made the narrative that she was washed overboard?
0: Yeah, I feel that was the narrative that was heavily, like given to the disney parents disney to just get rid of it yeah to get rid of it brush it under the carpet get it gone with and then it all seems to simmer down and nothing really happens
1: and i imagine disney will have been like writing a big check there as well to try and like keep them quiet
0: oh yeah 100 percent. like we don't know all the stuff behind the, the scenes because obviously disney is such a big corporation so there's probably non-disclosures 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 yeah Yeah, a lot of stuff like that going on
1: i imagine that she even had it in her contract before the employment started that if anything like that was to happen
0: yeah potentially you know what
1: disney i imagine disney to be airtight on contracts and law which which doesn't obviously make it right or good but it makes it harder for this investigation to find out what happened to this poor girl
0: we get this email in the, on the first anniversary of her death that her father receives from a woman that claims she's seen Rebecca with a dark-haired man on a street in Venice the previous August. The woman said she was 85% sure that it was Rebecca and seeing the family's website had roused her memory that it was her. It was just an email but it seemed legitimate was what her uncle said. Um, and it was very upsetting for everyone to think that she could be out there somewhere after all this time. And again, that was another quote from her uncle,
1: obviously the family haven't let this lie then Disney have let it lie, but the family have been yeah searched. if they've got if they've got a website
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, so, and she's seen this and thought, oh, I've recognised that girl, so he wondered how she could have got there without her passport, which had been among her belongings, that her parents had recovered from her quarters, so obviously, like Venice, she must have needed a passport to get there, and like who's this dark haired man that she's with. and it's quite
1: literally the other side of the world
0: yeah literally the other side of the world and it's very um it's just very suspicious isn't it it's very odd thing for it to have done it's it just wasn't like a character you know like she went home regularly and saw them so it's not like she'd just run away randomly like she had no reason to run away something's not adding up no there
1: there is a there is a, a twist i feel like a twist <laughs> do you do you know what really upsets me about these cases that we do
0: that you get no that, closure
1: yeah ever yeah and like it must be absolutely horrendous for the family.
0: Agonizing. In October of 2011, there was a journalist who he took this on, and sort of uh, six months after a disappearance, he wouldn't let this lie. And he worked for the Guardian, which is a newspaper over here in the UK. Left wing um, newspaper. A left wing newspaper. Yes, it is. Um, and so he took the one. He he actually went on the wonder himself on the cruise ship. Like he went in and did some like investigative journalism stacy um, julie at your art yes house? and he well i thought this thought why wasn't this a documentary series this sounds like fun like fantastic like what he goes and does um so we actually went on the one day went along the same route and made some discreet inquiries while he was aboard the ship and he did this all with the family's permission so that's really nice like he went and asked and things like that before he published it in the guardian so he's not trash Um, so several crew members uh none of none of them wanted their names used for like obvious reasons because they work for disney they probably didn't want to get sued um had been on the ship at the same time as rebecca's disappearance and they all spoke to him and suggested that there was more known about her fate than the disney or the Bahamian police had publicly admitted and um, many said things like it didn't happen uh, there was a bartender that said that and um, you know that's the answer i have to give some of them said when they were saying that she must have been swept away that sort of thing um, and after touring areas of the ship that was open to passengers uh, it was actually this journalist called john ronson i don't think i mentioned his name um, he actually decided that she probably had slipped and fallen while jogging on the deck four of the jogging track, which apparently she did in the mornings. So it kind of would make sense that she was up ready that early to go and jog, maybe. Yeah, Um, before work, about six in the morning. Yeah, and they actually have like a little jogging track and apparently it's what she did. Um, So it makes sense. And the railings there apparently were low enough for an accident to happen. Um, And she regularly, like I said, did this. However, the track was well covered with security cameras. So surely that would have been picked up on if that had happened so there's a little bit of a theory there that maybe disney didn't want to be forthcoming with that because obviously they might be liable because the walls are low so if she slipped and fallen over that obviously shouldn't be something that could possibly happen on board a ship like if you slip over while you're jogging like many people would use that jogging track you shouldn't be able to fall over the side.
1: Yeah, so that's the massive liability on them then, isn't huge it?
0: Huge liability, huge. Makes
1: them the villains.
0: Yeah, exactly. He shared this theory with one of the deck workers and according to this other deck worker, they said, no, actually, um, she went overboard from the crew pool on deck five. He said that he was on the ship that day and apparently everyone knows that because there was a flip-flop that had been found. And apparently, there was another uh, reporter that had been there and also um, gone and and looked for this flip flop and things like that. And it then it gets a little bit wishy washy. Um, he said,
1: she said. Yeah, said, th- yeah. They said. Very
0: hearsay. Very hearsay. But apparently, there's also flowers that would be placed on that wall near the pool by like various people in the company that knew that sh- that's why that's why she went off there. Um, but apparently that's caused quite a stare on the disney cruise ship and was kind of um frowned upon you know like putting them there
1: to draw attention yeah, to it yeah
0: exactly drawing attention to it so when uh, this journalist went to the crew pool then to go and see it he doubted any of those claims just because the railings on the pool was like a steel wall and it was high enough to completely block any other view um of like another crew member or things like that so it was obviously higher than a person so he's thinking well how on earth has, has she managed to, f- like, fall over a really high wall? It doesn't, like, that to him doesn't and make sense. So
1: if that was to happen, they would, the, the whole, like, shit would have had to, like, tilt to one side. and I'm sure everyone would yeah, remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And there'd be some sort of record from the captain and things like that. So it's a bit... It's a bit strange, and also, where the crew crew pool is, it's right at the very front of and the ship. I'm looking
1: at pictures of it. It's, it's tiny as well.
0: Yeah, it's little, and also, there's a load of windows um right in front of it. Surely, there would have been people there, because there's people probably awake all hours, isn't there? And, you know, I don't know. I, c-
1: I can see, though, how they're going for this fairy.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Because that that is a point on the ship where it's far far away. Yeah. Very it isolated. Doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be anything either side of it. I, I I don't know the logistics there. I feel like the the boat would have to massively tip because like yeah. the pool is is, is very centre. Yeah. So if, you th- if you think, is this the bow of the ship,
0: or? Oh is it the bow or the the other bit or the (laughs) stern i don't know i want to say it's the bow Ah. i have no idea
1: google says it's the bow.
0: oh fantastic okay so it's the bow of the ship you know in ships i know you are so good um however though apparently there's also security cameras around this pool area so again that begs the question surely that footage would be there and they would have caught this and gone yeah that's definitely what happened and they'd be able to show this to the police
1: there'd be footage every inch of this pool every inch of this ship because it's a disney ship
0: yeah yeah i mean there's that's what disney's like they are very um like if you look at any kind of behind the scenes things with disney there's literally hidden cameras everywhere like all around, yeah. all around the parks, included <sighs> on the on in the cruise and things like that. And I mean, yeah, like they probably do need a lot of a lot of camera footage. I'm not saying that's like anything bad, but surely that means she should have been picked up if that happened.
1: Do you want some tea? Go on. I'm give looking me at these the pictures, tea. right? Give me the tea. I'm looking the at tea. these pictures. Of this I just googled Disney Wonder cruise, all right, and the pictures come up on. Um, Google searches, but when you click on the pictures it comes up with a 401, 404 code, <gasps> not found.
0: Oh, that is a really big conspiracy tape. Oh, so it Disney are basically banning people from looking.
1: I've got, I've got the um, Guardian article where you can kind of see it, yeah, but not as good as the other photos you can see on Google.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is crazy that there's a 404. oh, <sighs> I can't believe that. That And I just... I
1: don't understand understand the logistics of how a wave would, one, come this high on a cruise ship. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like, well, God, if it was so high, surely there'd be, like... Like, there must have been really rough seas. And people would be like, yeah, the sea was really rough that night.
1: Because this is technically, like... Five stories from the sea level where the where the boat is floating in the sea. Yeah. I'd imagine. I'm literally looking at like a side view of it right now and it's like I don't, I, I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. <laughs> I can't imagine it.
0: This is all total guesswork from us. But obviously, this journalist actually went and he said, like, he does not... Like, he categorically states he does not understand how anyone could have jumped or fallen from there. He said he totally gets it from the jogging track because it was low enough down and he's gone and he's seen it and he's walked it himself. But from there, from that crew pool, he was, he was adamant there's no way you've jumped or fallen from there. Um, However, all the crew members that he spoke to insisted that that's what happened. She went overboard from the crew pool. Um, There was quotes from them saying things like, Disney knows exactly what happened. Everything here is taped. There's CCTV everywhere. Disney has the tape. And near the end of his voyage, another crew member actually sought him out and explained in detail that the wall that... Even though the walls around the pool are high, the seas were rough at the time um, and she could have been tossed off the ship, especially if the deck and the walls were slippery. Um, he said that a friend of his had to get someone inside in a, in similar conditions um, and it's actually an offence to be outside on the pool deck in such conditions um and disney was so serious about this person that was brought inside for like going out when they weren't supposed to they got sent home from the cruise how do you know when you're not meant to though is there like a light there must be something you're not allowed out there in rough conditions is what this person said so when the sea is choppy you're not allowed out there so oh so it's kind of like oh maybe she did go off um but then it's like well again what's does that mean that they still have liability because they know maybe they didn't have you know like the appropriate stuff you know like to say you know like a sign don't go outside you know like don't go on the deck because of the sea or you know like there must be something there that's causing disney to be liable for them to not release that footage do you know? Yeah. So, we're going to go into some theories now. Obviously, we've got that theory um from the, ju- from the journalist, from The Guardian. And he thinks she went overboard when she was jogging. And that, to me, kind of... It does seem like it makes a lot of sense. I, I, like, at the moment, that's the one I'd go for. But, obviously, you've got all this testimony from people on the cruise ship who are, like, adamant she went off the crew... Like, off from the crew pool. So, that's the only thing that sort of throws a wrench in it there for me. But... Again, if they're all working there for Disney still, they might just be repeating what they've been told to repeat. So it's it's kind of like, oh, it's a little bit unreliable, especially because so many people were saying like really like conspicuous things like Disney knows what happens. Disney has the tape. So it's a little bit, I don't know, there's something that doesn't quite sit very right there. Since Rebecca wasn't found on the ship, despite a really thorough search, investigators concluded that she went overboard and it was possibly because of a rogue a rogue wave. However, her parents and the lawyer say that they never received a copy of this final report as they were promised by the police and British detectives who did receive it have refused um, repeated Freedom of Information Act requests for a copy on the grounds that it, re- that it contained restricted personal information so even the british detectives won't give the parents this report
1: because there must be something in there about another case surely they should have to give it to you but that's redacted, insane. May- yeah, redacted maybe, it yeah
0: that's the only thing isn't it it'd just all be redacted that's crazy isn't it Um a crew member also told ronson that the call was taped so that call that she was on that she was on the phone to and um, several people believe that it was with a romantic partner Um, She was in a relationship and there'd been problems um, and she'd been really upset about it. Apparently, it was a really intense relationship. Like when they were having really high highs, they were great. But then they'd have really low lows and it was like terrible and she'd be beside herself about it. Um, And this source who knew her said, um, I can't think of any reason why she'd be upset and wandering around on her own at 6am other than something to do with that relationship. And to me, that does ring true um like that just i feel like sometimes people do get into really intense arguments with their partners like in the early hours you know like when you go to bed or something like that especially if it's after work or whatever and she's had a word or something like that it seems that seems something that could be true to me
1: no it seems like a narrative that someone's trying to paint because if if you if you think with all these narratives yeah it's victim blaming isn't it all of the narratives.
0: Yeah, well, on the a- there's
1: not one that puts Disney at the centre. That's true.
0: That's very true. But on the anniversary of Rebecca's disappearance, her parents told the Liverpool Echo that they heard the names of a young woman and an older man on the ship mentioned as possibly being involved in a love triangle with Rebecca. And then they called for those people to come forward. Basically, again, this is all gossip from the people who work on the Disney cruise ship. Uh, and they also disclosed that they had heard Disney had sent some additional footage to the FBI for enhancement, but could not say what that footage might contain. Some people have also uh, proposed a the theory that she may have died by suicide, Um, but her parents say that her personality was really cheerful and upbeat, Um, and then when they actually went to go and clear out her room, um, in her cabin or whatever it is, um, they actually found passes that she'd obtained. Um for her and her family to like go to disneyland paris and it was like a gift that she was gonna surprise them all with the next time she came home so obviously she's making plans for the future and she had constant you know like communication with them over facebook and she was really happy about working for, for disney she liked her job you know so they said that it just didn't seem plausible to them um that that was an option because she just Didn't show any signs of it, and obviously we know some people don't always show signs, so you can't see anything for definite. But obviously, her family who knew her, that's their opinion that that they've sort of rebuffed and said no, they don't think that's that's the case.
1: I, it's also back to that victim blame. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: oh, she's done it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: It would not surprise me if Disney put all of these theories out there. Yeah, like put as
0: much. What's that phrase? You know, like you throw as much mud against the wall and see what sticks. That sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like but like literally because of your thing if they have like ten theories out there that don't blame Disney, there's always like questionable doubt, isn't there? Mm. Reason, reasonable yes, doubt. In a court yes. of law, reasonable doubt. Beyond all reasonable doubt.
0: So Melissa, who was her friend on board the cruise ship and also worked there, um, was with her at 11 pm the previous night and she told this to Ronson, um, the journalist for The Guardian. She believed she'd gone out to the crew pool as it was one of her favourite places on the ship. And I can imagine that to be true because it is pretty cool. You must have really good views and stuff of the sea from there because it's right at the front. Um, yeah and a nice chilled
1: relax away from everyone else
0: yeah because it's isolated yeah it's private isn't it um and she'd go there quite often just to be alone and relax for a while um and she said while there she may very well have climbed up and sat on the wall at the top and then fallen and she said bex was a bit of a risk taker so that to me suggests maybe she'd done something like that before if she'd just say that. Which then obviously I guess if she did do that, she could have very well been swept away by a, a wave if she was on top of a wall or like accidentally falling or something like that. But again, it's like, Well, why isn't the footage just being shown, you know, and, and released? Because that or clearly... someone would
1: have seen her looking yeah. at like like surely there should be someone looking out those windows at the front steering the ship at all times
0: yeah exactly and it's kind of like well why wouldn't they just say that so i feel like this is just something melissa's obviously theorizing which is fine you know like she's just probably trying to rationalize it in her mind and she was quite dismissive of the suggestion that a the uh, flip-flops that were found near the pool were hers because she said that they were too big the ones that were given to her parents when they were told that these are rebecca's flip-flops or whatever that showed she was there she said they were way too big for her and they weren't in her style they were pink and flowery and hawaiian um, and she'd never seen her wear them before and i feel like they're the kind of things you'd you'd remember wouldn't you if they were these big pink flip-flops you'd be like Uh, yeah they're rebecca's yeah
1: if, if there's been a wave sweeping her overboard, surely they would sweep those flip-flops overboard. Yeah, unless you took the them wave...
0: off beforehand. Oh, actually, yeah, if the wave... Yeah, yeah, I get what if you the mean If the wave now. is that
1: big to come and... S- you'd think everything there would be swept over. If it was that big to knock some like a human over.
0: Yeah, yeah, and she also had a good point, because she also said she'd never seen them wear, she'd never seen her wear them, and also she was wondering why Disney, or, like, one of the investigators, didn't come and ask, you know, like, one of her friends on the cruise ship to get, like, a really clear identification, you know, earlier on, rather than wait three days until their mum and dad, who had never been on the cruise ship were there, so wouldn't know whether they were here flip-flops or not you know like she could have bought them you know like while yeah like in in the port oh
1: yeah oh where these yeah
0: yeah so it's like well that does seem a bit odd why wouldn't you ask one of her friends that she's always with
1: and i bet you she like shared a cabin with someone yeah exactly
0: so it's like it doesn't it that doesn't add up the whole flip-flop thing um and they were actually too small and her parents said that as well and no forensics were ever done on them and they're like the only piece of evidence so it's just it doesn't make any sense
1: I sense a cover-up.
0: I'm sensing a bit of a cover-up as well. So, in 2016, private detectives working for the family said that they conclusively established that the footwear did not belong to the couple's daughter. Uh, Not only were they not in the style that she'd wear, but obviously uh, the flip-flops actually had another crew member's name and cabin number written on them.
1: Oh, so they're clearly not hers then.
0: Clearly not hers, so why on earth was it made to be like a big thing unless like it was smudged or something and these private detectives have used some sort of technology where they can like you know i don't know see it or so, i don't know <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah i just don't I, I, that, that's just me trying. yeah that's just me trying to <laughs> see it any kind of logic because the whole flip-flop thing just seems so weird because like i haven't really made a big deal about it on here because i knew it wasn't important but like there's so much like disney were like no yeah her flip-flops were on that deck and like the detectives like well that means she must have gone overboard because her flip-flops are there you know and it's very like they hold a lot of um their beliefs in these flip-flops it's really strange another thing to note as well uh rebecca had quite baggy clothes on in this video footage and her friends and fellow crew members speculated that they may have been someone else's because they didn't recognize them as her own so that's also another strange thing like why has she got someone else's clothes on it's a bit uh, it's a bit odd like why wouldn't she just be wearing her own clothes yeah. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. just a couple of, like, little iffy things going on. And I tend to trust the people around her, you know, like, who actually knew her at the time, rather than, like, these detectives who were just, like, brushing over these, like, details. It's strange. But then focusing on ones that aren't important, like the flip flops. It's odd.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Labour MP Chris Matheson, uh who was representing the city of Chester. Uh, since 2015, believes that she was actually a crime victim and possibly murdered, sexually assaulted or trafficked, like human trafficking, which is a lot more common than people think it is. And cruise ships apparently are a hotbed for human trafficking. Um, I've been doing research into it and I'm terrified to ever go on a cruise ship, ever.
1: Yeah. I do not want to go on. Because
0: all that, very much. because all they have to do is get you off that cruise ship and that's it, you're gone, you've disappeared. Like because it's because it's so hard because of like international waters and things like that. They don't know like which police are gonna come and investigate. They've gotta search the entire ship first. And they're friggin' huge. Like
1: The they're like cities, aren't yeah, they? Yeah,
0: it's crazy. So I think the human trafficking one kind of has some weight to it, as well as um the fact she was seen by someone in August. Obviously, it's not verified, we don't know that for, sh- for certain. But someone said they saw her with a dark haired man in Venice. So it is possible that she was possibly trafficked. And he is actually quoted as saying, uh, this Labour MP, is by saying, the more you look into this, the more it smells rotten, the more it smells like a crime has taken place. So he's obviously in the camp of something really bad has happened here. And the family really just don't believe that Disney's rogue wave theory is true anymore. They just have sort of gone away from that theory. I think there was a time where they did help you know, like give a little bit of um attention to it, if that's the right word, I don't know. But now they've they've totally gone against that just because of all the extra strange you know, like occurrences that have been going on, and he also says that any wave capable of taking her off the ship would have caused visible damage to the ship as well, because it would have been so high. And, and like you said, well, surely the flip flops would have been th- like th- like I don't know, washed away as well. Any sun beds that were there would be surely like soaking wet. There'd be evidence, wouldn't there, that there'd been oh, that there'd been a big wave, yeah. wouldn't there? So it's it's very strange. Um yeah all really really odd this even caught the attention of baron john prescott the former deputy prime minister who was under tony blair who was prime minister at the time as well um, and they took an interest in this case too and they believe though uh, that rebecca was thrown overboard rather than falling so by someone yeah they think she was thrown overboard um and he also called for laws that would allow the british authorities to investigate their own citizens deaths on cruise ships in international waters and yeah i agree i think they should be able to
1: yeah but international waters and no one's got authority
0: Uh, well that's why this is such a like why when i've been doing my research about like human trafficking and stuff apparently that is why they are so rife for it cr- cruise ships because because there's no because laws of, lawless yeah, because of the kerfuffle that it causes you know and there's so many people and i mean who's to say she wasn't being hidden somewhere on that cruise ship for the three days that that you know like it took them to to go and dock somewhere and then when all them passengers were being let off she was taken off, you know, like in a disguise or something, you know, like you don't you, don, you don't know or in a box. Like yeah, yeah.
1: Do you know like if like a box, like they could have tied her up and put her in a box.
0: Yeah, or like they could have like drugged her, so she was just like you know, like a bit out of it, sort of thing, and just walking around. Because
1: I imagine as well, like the cruise ships must be like planes. When you get to a dock, it must be lots of things on and off in terms of like food supplies yeah
0: um, and as well things. if you think what if someone who worked for the disney cruise ship were in on it you know like so they were coming off of like a different exit or something like that you know like not one with all the other passengers or one well, way... like they took the
1: family on a side exit didn't they
0: yeah exactly so it's very oh it just reeks to me like it it reeks of just like oh just horrible horrible stuff and obviously there's been loads of critics of disney and how they've been operating and obviously just the way that it was dealt with um completely obviously from our own government like like we looked at before as well um and it's just oh it's it's just awful but um disney did make a comment to ronson that journalist that we've made reference to um and they said that the investigation is still ongoing apparently the fbi haven't shared much of of anything with disney either so they can't comment on any specifics um and they said we wish we knew what happened as much as anyone rebecca's disappearance has been difficult and heartbreaking for everybody
1: yeah, I can imagine so, so
0: and and that's that. That's that's where it where it's at. She's still obviously registered missing and there hasn't been any other sightings or, or anything like that since since then. Can
1: I finish with a, a comment from her friend Melissa? I would love for you know, to I know her friend's not actually called Melissa, it's just a, like a pseudonym yeah. given to her. Um so whoever the friend is. But I think it really just humanises Rebecca and brings it back down to the fact that this was a real girl who went missing and the effect on her and her family is horrendous um the quote says this so bex made hundreds of people happy the passengers loved her they all loved her you think disney would give something back they owe it to her to find out what happened so regardless of what happened disney should be investigating this and disney should be the ones wanting to find out what happened because she gave everything for them she gave the the customers the amazing like customer service you'd expect Disney to have her back as well
0: yeah yeah definitely and it it says a lot doesn't it like that you're right that quote totally does humanize her you know she was she was just a a young girl probably having an absolute amazing time like a dream job she was only 24 you know when when she disappeared and it's just it's so sad it's really sad now she's been she's been missing for nine and a half years
1: and as Danny said, the case is still ongoing. So if you know anything out there, or even if you might have like seen something that you're not quite 100% sure on, pass it on. Give the information over. The website is Rebecca Karim. Um, Karim spelled C-O-R-I-A-M with a hyphen between Rebecca and Karim.com. Um, now, it doesn't look like it's still active on my webpage, but that might just be me, so do try it. But if you have got any information, call Crime Stoppers, which is 100% anonymous, on 0800 555. 111. One, one. Um, or you could just report it to your local police and I'm sure it will get passed through channels there.
0: It No matter what happened, you know, like even if she just fell overboard, like we need to know. But for me, I really doubt that she fell overboard because it would have been picked up by CCTV and we'd just have an answer. Yeah, she fell overboard.
1: And there's people out there that know stuff. So yeah. get in contact with the authorities and sort it out. Surely it must be playing on your conscience now. 10 years on. Sort it out.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, that's another thing to think about. The 10 year anniversary is coming up next year for this. So I'm wondering, you know, if there's any, I don't know, guilt that someone might be feeling or just yeah. something they you know. It's something little well, as well. Maybe there was someone dodgy that worked on the ship that you weren't sure about. You know, it's just. Pass anything yeah. on.
1: They may, they may, may, may reopen the case. Hopefully, fingers crossed they reopen the case, especially coinciding with the 10 year anniversary. Um. But thank you for sharing that, Danielle. That was an interesting case.
0: Yeah, I, th- I just felt like it was an important one to do. Um, Obviously, it kind of oh. grabs a lot of people's attention because it's like, ooh, Disney cruise ship. But, you know, actually, it's it's really awful. You know, like I was saying, no matter what happens where it's a tragedy, isn't it? And there's a family there that that need answers.
1: Danny, thank you very much for sharing that with us. It was really insightful. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you do know, I have ring the police, uh, obviously um Our Friday's episode is going to be on ghost stories. So tune in on a cheeky Friday. And Danny, what's our next main case file?
0: Our next main case file is actually another British UK case, and unfortunately, it's it does involve the murder of uh, two children. So there is going to be huge trigger warnings on that one. So that one is going to be quite a, a, a darker one. But it is again, it's important to to talk about them.
1: Thank you for joining us. In the meantime
0: stay curious
1: stay morbid this has been an audio bear production our theme tune is half mystery by kevin mcleod special thanks to the guardian newspaper
0: yes mcleod